Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like, the UK attempted to launch their first rocket. <laughs> no, we didn't. Like, <laughs> things just, like, clash with each other, like, on the screen. There's, like, a layering of, like, stuff that looks mm. weird, and it sort of... It's, it just it, it just feels off. That's the only way you can really describe it. Like, it's not, like, the worst thing, but you just look at it, and it just feels a bit, like, icky, a bit, you know, a bit wrong. Yeah, yeah. no, I absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, not only with the 4090 blowing up in people's faces um, and the silly prices, but them just completely getting rid of the 12 gig for Hello everybody and welcome back to the Clip It Podcast episode number. Um, today is a new year, uh, a new episode, a, a good one at that. Um, and it's, 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 you know, we've been away for way too long, mainly because of my laziness. Um, but I have been busy. I have got ex- a valid excuse, valid excuses uh for why i've been gone for so long but no we're back and what can i say sorry uh so yeah no i'm glad we're back it's it's gonna be a good year i feel at least for me i I genuinely do have um high hopes uh for this year when it comes to my personal life and uh my social life no not my social life my online life um (laughs) my social life is gonna go downhill but uh it's it's i feel like it's going to be a good year for everything we do um but you know yeah we're today we're joined by the absolutely amazing agent oink <laughs> okay <laughs> and the ever so amazing delicious hello uh how are you two doing yeah i'm all right i suppose good yeah new year new same me. I'm, I've not changed. I've not gone what? anywhere. Yeah, I, you. I genuinely thought you were going to commit to just using soundboard effects for the whole podcast. God. <laughs> Please. Try, trying to recreate sentences from the like 50 clips I've got. Oh, that'd be... Can we record one in April? Like early April, I'm thinking we could get away with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what for, but, but we could try. Um, no, that'd be good. It's No, it, it has. When was the last time we did one? I was going to look this up, but I forgot to. You don't even nice. know what episode number. No, is, I don't even. I, I know so... it's forty something. Um, so there you go. At least I got one digit right. Um, yeah. But like, uh, like I, I can't remember when the last time we did one was. I know I had a couple planned with other people, but they just fell through, unfortunately. Um, the people they fell through the ice. It was last time we did one was three months ago. Very funny to watch. Weirdly coincidental. In fact, almost every guest that's been lined up for this podcast in the past six months has suddenly come <laughs> to an uncircumstantial death. I've also just realised, like the last time we did one was, I think the when we when I did the whole big rebrand with the the official logo. Um, so who knows if that's coincidence or not? I, God knows. Um, yeah, the last one we did three months ago. 40, we're isn't, on episode 46. Isn't uncircumstantial like a word that they genuinely use in that sort of context? They commonly, like almost explicitly just it in the case of people coming to like deaths like that? I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I mean, they might do. My, my hair is off today. Um, I might just be making this up by the looks of what I'm Googling, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I am dyslexic as shit, so uh, I don't. I don't do any English, but 
today's episode we're going to talk about the new year what we uh what we'd like to see some personal goals if we have any um and what we what what's uh what we think might happen i'm going to talk a little bit about the past year um what we may have been up to what may have happened uh who knows i i don't know what happened last year and I wanted to end this episode on a note of where we think we'll be, this will be, and and the whole world will be in exactly a year's time, uh, which would be the 15th of January 2024. Uh, we, we could look back on this podcast. My plan, and it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long plan, is potentially next year we could look back on this podcast and comment on those and then say what would happen the following year and all that. Um, you know, I could have done this last year and the year prior, but I forgot mm. uh, and only just no, came up with this idea. No, because if you did that, you'd be reminding us that we've been doing this for that long. And that would that's be true. Yeah, that is very <laughs> true. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll start We'll start with talking about uh, this year in general, 2023. Um, what we'd like to see if we've got any personal goals. And, um, yeah, is, is anyone, anybody want to start or shall I? Uh, we'll fucking start with that. All right. Yeah. Um... You go first. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, no, that's fair. 2023, as mentioned at the start, I think it's going to be a good year. I, I, My personal goals, or not even... My, my goals in general, because um, I have a couple personal that I don't want to mention, but a couple personal goals uh, would be to travel a bit more. Um, that's something I would like to do, is be able to actually go places and, and see places. Um, in particular, I would like to go to Scandinavia. But I don't know if that's possible. It would be a nice goal to go to somewhere in Scandinavia. That would be a lovely place to, to visit. It's always someone I've I've had high hopes for and I've always spoken about highly. Um, I've also... Another personal goal would be to actually like start... This is a big one for me, but it's the one I'm going to work hard towards this year is start my self-employment journey, potentially trying to start being self-employed this year. Um... If I could hit that, then that's basically the biggest goal of the last five years um, that I can hit and actually maintain and achieve. Um, that That's one of my biggest ones, and it's something I'm going to work hard towards. Mainly editing. Some of you may know I edit now uh, for content creators or a content creator. Might move on to more soon, we'll see. Uh, which is has been a hell of a journey. That happened November last year, so it's not been too long um but like if i could move forward and make that an actual goal that would be pretty nice and that's like move forward and make that an actual um uh something that comes to fruition that'd be absolutely poggers uh can you say that anymore uh and um so yeah that's those those are two goals of mine one's kind of like yeah one's just sort of if we don't get to travel, look, I, if I could do it any time, I, I can always expand that. But getting self-employed this year is my biggest one that I want to try and push forward to actually happening and making come true. Um, for the channel-wise goals, I you know I would like to hit 500 followers on Twitch. It's a very small number. I've, I think I'm only 50 away, but it's a nice little goal to hit. Um and twitch pro- oh, sorry and youtube probably 300 i think that's about 60 away there you know it's small goals I- i'm just gonna work more on my self-employment more than my uh socials at the moment and actually try and keep this podcast consistent at least once a month is my goal um 
I think that's a nice aim to hit because three months break is 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 too long. It's way too long. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What about yourself? Oh, you sod. Um... <laughs> you spoke next, so you're obviously going to be speaking uh... next. That made sense. God damn, what do I want to do in this new year? Well, might a new job. Fair. Really going to aim for that one. It's uh, been too long, you know. Mm. I've I've held myself back, so I try and work on that. You know your self value. Yeah, exactly. It's not minimum wage. It's a little <laughs> bit above. Yeah, not hugely. Let's not go crazy. I'm not like a fifteen pound an hour worker, but you know, more than minimum. Oh, I think you could hear that. I'll, I'll back. I'll back you up and say you're absolutely valid for fifteen yeah. pounds an hour, like one thousand percent. I think every worker in this country is valid for that, but we don't need to go. Damn, like, I felt so special for a minute. Anyway, <laughs> and then the, and the, yeah. Yeah, but it was like, oh, everyone does. All right. Oh, okay. Um, like, <laughs> now this is my goals. You can't interrupt me. You just have to be a bastard and deal with it. <laughs> um, uh, I would also like to work on my mental health a bit. But uh, yeah, I, I really have no clue how that's going to go. Hopefully, well. It's going to suck if it doesn't. Alfie, your turn. Damn. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I know. I, like the key thing I'd say is I'm not a particularly like I, I wouldn't. I would almost say I'm not goal oriented, but I don't particularly sort of like categorizing my goals into years in the sort of traditional New Yearsy way. Like I, it just doesn't super suit sort of me mentally. But like I wanna, I wanna sort of similar to what you were saying, Charles. Try and find an avenue for some sort of self employment or or something I can do more on my own terms. Because I think that would help me with a lot, of, a lot, you know, like without obviously like over explaining my actual life. Like, you know, I, I don't get on overly well in my current sort of environment with work and money. So, like, having more freedom to do it in a way that is more suited to my personality, mental wise, and shit would be nice, mm. probably. Mm. Um, but also, what you were saying about traveling and stuff, like, not necessarily, like, I don't have a specific goal to go to any sort of certain countries, but traveling with you guys and with, with the rest of our friends and stuff is something we've been talking about for a while. And I don't. As we all get less time to spend general time together, I want to try and like, I really want to get times where like we go off somewhere as a group of friends and just have like a holiday together, you know, stuff like that. That mm. that'd be a really like good thing that I want to achieve. That's um, other than that, like I'm not sure there's anything major. I've got the personal goals with HRT and shit like that, but those are, are very complicated. So, and mm. like it's. it's Life, family, money, etc. For anyone that would know, you'll know. It sucks. But, yeah, so, like, nothing major. I don't have, like, super explicit goals. I want to work on stuff with Clip It and some of the shit you and me have talked about, Charles, and, and get get that rolling, as we've been saying for, like, a year, but we'll get there. Um, but nothing, like, super sort of specific as such. That's decent. What's Clip It? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I think this is a very feasible year for all of us. Um, it seems like we all want new jobs. That's fair. fair I think that's fair to say. And yeah. if that could be, uh, if those those goals can be met, I think that's going to be a nice overall uh, a good year. I think. Um, the thing with self employment is it can be a slow and a tedious journey but it's one of those ones that can be quite beneficial the thing is it's a stressful thing no matter what you do i guess um cuz it's you don't have that sort of back end of, of a company to rely on um 
for the shitty stuff. But anyway, uh, that's that's for another podcast. Um, those are those are some good goals. Um, I I genuinely think those most of those can be met. I think Phelan uh, can start being paid fifteen pound an hour. Um, Hell yeah. Maybe sixteen. I think that should be your goal. Whew. Uh, and Alfie, I think you could easily, um, easily become self. I, you have the skills. You uh, you have the ability to become self-employed in in many different genres, sectors. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just yeah, it's just how how the year goes. I think it, we'll we'll see. Um, it'll be an interesting to look back on, especially next year, and, and seeing where we are and what we got up to in the year. Um, and talking about what gets up into the year, is is there anything you guys would like to see happen this year? Anything uh, in tech, in the tech world, in in science, in space, or in in general? Anything you would like to see? Bloody hell! Um, right, well, uh, like, 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 supernova, that, like <laughs> that could be as vague as any game releases, any film, TV, to um, the next big, I don't know, insert name here, rocket launch. Yeah, I guess rockets going up are always cool. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like the UK attempted to see... launch their first rocket. <laughs> no, we didn't. Like, <laughs> so, can we? Right. Oh god. Tangent. Virgin orbit tangent. Um, the 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 first UK rocket launch from a spaceport that is borderline not a spaceport. I mean, it's just kind of a shed. All the staff there are awesome, and the people that like are working on it are cool. Like, don't get me wrong, but the actual facilities that have been built, the money that's been invested, not particularly impressive, right? Using a US launch system developed by a US headquartered and operated company. The only link to Britain it has is that the CEO is British. That's it. And, like, it's, like, Britain and Europe. Like, I, I know. There's a lot of people that are very patriotic to Britain. I'm not particularly patriotic to Britain. So there's, I, I understand why there's a lot of people that want a British space agency to, you know, really push a British launch system and, and stuff. I'm more just general in Europe. I think that, like, Europe and the European Space Agency do some pretty cool things, but I do think that a lot of countries in Europe could benefit from developing their own launch systems, right? Like, how cool would it be to see, like, a new, like, you know, Czech launch system? Right, that's entirely developed in house in that country. That'd be cool, you know. Cool shit like that would be awesome. Um, so that's what I want to see. And I'm not. A, I don't like. I don't like calling Virgin Orbit's launch British because it's got fucking nothing to do with us. Just started it. Exactly. I don't know. I think that's enough. It was here. If, but it's like when the UK Ministry of Defence stick a satellite on an Ariana rocket, or they stick it on a SpaceX rocket. Like it's like well, it's, it's literally the same level of link. Might as well call that a British launch. Elon Musk or, you know, SpaceX launching from Boca Chica. Oh, wow, that's the biggest South African launch of the century. Let's go. Like, it's nothing to do with them. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like... Nah, fuck it. But, like, who... Came from us. Who, who, like, who came up with the idea to make that rocket? Founder of Virgin Orbit. Okay, so I would say it's a British rocket. But who is the founder of Virgin Orbit British? I don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I I genuinely thought that would have been um, Richard Branson. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I think it technically was Richard Branson, but like I don't think he did it. Like like it was Richard Branson in the way that Richard Branson did with every single one of his companies, where he was rich, like very very rich, and mm -hmm. went, 
space is cool. I'm going to make a company and then employed someone that was actually passionate about space to head the company and lead it. And like, that's the person that was the real founder. Like, obviously on paper, Branson's the founder, right? But like, I don't know exactly like how so it what... works. So how would you... Would you I'm want to see a rocket launched made by <laughs> British hands in a in Britain. For me, for me to call it a like the first proper British launch, I'd want to mm. see proper facilities, right? Whereas right now we have some launch capability in terms of our facilities and infrastructure, um, especially for cheaper launch systems like Virgin Orbit and light launch systems, and you know not even to Earth orbit and shit like that. We we can do some small stuff. Damn right, we can. Uh, what I want to see is us develop an actual proper launch system, like a proper launch platform. You know, like NASA, for example, well, has think... huge scale, multiple across the country, across the world, launch platforms. Roscosmos Damn, has budget. major, huge launch platforms and launch facilities and major rocket developments and engine developments and shit like that, right? Um, I think that like yeah, I'm not like overly bothered about it being like British made as as like entirely like I don't expect every piece of it to be British made. Like fuck it, if it uses a, an engine that's one of the Russian designs or whatever, like some of those are fairly decent. Whatever, like it doesn't matter. It, the the key more thing is is more just that like it it's like even just built in Europe. You know, like, the fucking Virgin Orbit Launcher 1 is just built in America and they just ship it over it. Like, it's like there's fucking nothing British about it. Nothing European about it, even. Like, it's so, just not at all involved in us. It, like, it just launched like from here. It's the same way that, like, you know, NASA launched shit from Mongolia sometimes. Very rarely. <laughs> More contract to do that, but... Drugs, we've got... Are we still working on Skylon? Does anyone know if that's still in development? I don't know. I have no idea. Because my basic understanding so. is... I thought we pretty much dropped everything. No, don't say that. My basic understanding is the only place we can launch rockets in the traditional way is up in Scotland. But I could be completely yeah. wrong on that. Just we because are, of are... launch like, restrictions. Not it depends on what you mean the traditional way. Like like you would technically in theory you could you could kind of launch in most places, but it just it obviously limits what orbits you can achieve with that with like current yeah. technology yeah, and Scotland, well and being yeah. cost effective. Um, Scotland's a pretty decent. There's there is like an attempt so at making a launch, um, a launch platform up there, um, but the problem with Scotland mostly is weather. It's not a particularly yeah. stable place for weather, um, and that's a problem for a lot of Europe as well. America has a lot more like less problems for weather. Just in, make in that more regards. robust uh, rockets. Robust. Robust. I hope they don't robust. Oh no! I I but I also meant it's more like if they launched, um more southern in the country you would have issues of uh space oh, sorry um, rocket debris going over you know lands of your oh, lands uh land masses in europe um scotland being fairly far north you're not gonna have to worry too much norway being an issue i guess but i, I don't know how far <laughs> god damn norway you don't have to worry about that it's mostly just uninhabited land it's so far north honestly i say we just clear out the three people living in the isles of silly right yeah like, there's no point to it anymore. Let's just have, like, a little remote rocket island over there. Or we could just do China and say, fuck it, and just land, uh, like, launch over land. <laughs> True. Yeah. What's yeah, the worst that can happen? Why yeah. can't we? Yeah. You know, we only... planes over land, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you know who is cool in space? Can we give a shout out? Well, technically shout out everybody, because space Indian is Space cool. Agency. Indian Space Agency are awesome. They're doing great shit, and some of their launches are really cool, and some of their technology is really cool. They are genuinely one of the coolest up and comers in like space, like like country wide. Countries that blew up space. a satellite, though. Oh, dude, everyone's didn't they crash something into the moon? I'm trying to think. Of quite a few people have to space. Um. Oh, probably. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. It's who, been ages who, since I heard who, of them. Like, yeah. now you say that. I was going to say, who recently just tried landing a probe on the moon? Or not a probe, like a rover on yeah, the moon? It was, it, was it in? Was it the Indian Space Agency? Because they the Chinese were going to do it. Was it the but I don't lunar know. lander that crashed, apparently. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Oh, we dear. we don't actually know exactly. I don't think because they just lost track of it and we just assumed it crashed into it. I guess. Yeah, the Vikram Indian lunar lander just that was smashed it. into the moon, and then NASA drove over there, and we're like, "Lol." <laughs> <laughs> drive Basically by. What the says. Yeah, it rolled back and forth on it. It's like the equivalent of a lunar tea bag. Tried making it. Uh, Christ. Um, that's. You know, I was gonna say something, but it's gonna make me sound stupid. So never mind. Um, oh, that was fucking years ago. I was gonna say I genuinely. I I didn't know. Uh, NASA had rovers on the moon because I didn't think they needed or cared about it. Well, I mean, don't need a yeah. certain. <laughs> I mean, do we need a rover on Mars? Uh, we don't need as many as we have on there. I would say at least like we a need couple. more. We need more helicopters up there. Yes. Yes, helicopters, good idea. Need some planes on there. Take a take a drone. Yes. There you go. That's yeah, something okay. to look forward to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's for, unless, unless like I've missed something, like there isn't currently like a NASA lunar rover on the moon, but they have a lot of satellites around the moon. Well, like yes. not a lot, but a couple. Enough. China's got a rover on the moon. I know that for sure. Uh, I know they've got one on Mars. I think Russia has one embedded somewhere. <laughs> you know, yeah, Russia's got, Russia's got crazy coverage of Venus, guys. Let's praise them on that. <laughs> um. No, a KSP two actually. That'd be. I'm interested to see how that game is. <laughs> this tangent's getting longer. Yeah, <laughs> this tangent is really no, going. No, that's something we can look forward to this year. You're right, Charles. It loops around. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. What? Oh, what? KSP two. Yeah. Keep yeah, going. I do hope that goes well. Um, that comes out soonish in early access, doesn't it? It's like March. I Feb? forgot they were doing. Stop reminding me. They're doing a stupid early access thing. I got it for KSP one. I'm kind of still mad that they're doing it for two. Okay. I don't want to wait like five years. Not that I ever, I yeah. rarely did like out of sandbox to be fair, but not that I want to wait five years for non sandbox and another three years for mods. I mean, another year for like another level of time warp or something. Like, just give me the game. But what they are showing us is looking really good. So, this all. I think what you're forgetting, Phelan, is that what's probably going to happen with KSP2 is they'll release the game and they'll say, like, okay, so we've got rockets sorted, but we don't have, um, like, oh. air, you know, space planes or any form of, like, standard aerospace stuff. Uh, and then what will happen is it will change development companies again, and then they'll develop oh. the space planes and, and stuff, and then it will change development companies, and they'll develop Warp Times 4, um, yeah. and it will just be like each one of the features is done by a different developer. <laughs> That's my biggest worry with KSP2, actually. Sorry, Karen. I was just going to say, yeah, so it's not going to launch with, but is planned to have science, colonies, interstellar travel, multiplayer, improved exploration, and resource gathering. Oh, it launches with multiplayer? Without. Oh, without. Okay. So these are all things that are planned, but they're not going to be doing at launch, as far as we're aware, unless so it, that's changed. So, yeah, that's the one thing I'm worried about is 
it's implementation of interplanetary stuff is how are they going to oh. do it. Good, yeah. February 24th. It's sooner than I thought. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought so. One thing that I'd be worried about with KSP2 is that if it launches without all of that stuff, is there going to be any reason to buy it when you could just play KSP1? It has better graphics. Exactly. And sounds. Like, but that's it. But I... like, if the modding community of KSP1, all of the shit that's in that game, like, surely, like, until it gets more of the features, like. Yeah, it's like, because the whole point of KSP2 is interplanetary, you know, built in multiplayer and. And I... like civilizations and shit, and they're not bringing the bit like the. It's like what? What's the point? Just mod the first one. I know, like a lot of the footage we've seen is like pre-alpha and beta and so on, but it just. I have very mixed feelings about how it looks. To be fair, I think it's yeah, one of those I've, things I've that had like similar opinions. The shade is once much I've better. Once I've played it enough and watched enough of it, I'll be like, oh, that's normal. KSP one's weird. But at the minute, this just looks so weird to me. I think the shaders look really good. I think it's the textures really put me off, especially the actual planets. They like at least you know, Kerbin looks really iffy at the moment. I don't know what it is about it, but it just looks yeah. off. Yeah, um, it looks very. Do you remember in KSP Alpha when everything was very brightly lit, yes, like yeah. almost all the time that green sort of color you got? Yeah, that's what I'm feeling from it. I well, think I think uh, here's my hot take that it that it that, that, that like looking at the images you posted and you know what you know what, so, uh, I just want to say something quickly. Um, this is an extremely hot take. Uh, my food's ready, so I'll be two seconds. Karen talking about KSP. Terrible, terrible host. Terrible. We could have kept going, but like this is something we've talked about on this podcast before and and stuff. One thing yeah. that I dislike in video games is this push towards realism in graphics, right? And looking at, like, the second image you sent there of the plane, mm. there's this, like, very distinct, it's trying to look fairly realistic in terms of the planetary surface and the atmospherics. Yes. Um, and I'm not saying that it looks bad. It, it, as what it does for that, I think that looks okay. But mm. when you juxtapose that with, like, Jeb... <laughs> those parts as well yeah right like that doesn't it doesn't in the way that original ksp had like even on kerbin it had that like level of jank to to the way it looked that it was like semi-stylized even though i would yeah. say original yeah. ksp also kind of was going for realism like mm. i think there's a level of like like when you when you have the modern graphics capabilities that we have now you need to sometimes deliberately take them away from realism to add a bit of style, even if it's still majority realistic, just to make stuff work and fit together a bit better. Because otherwise, yeah, you do get that weird just like things just like clash with each other like on the screen. There's like a layering of like stuff that looks mm. weird and it sort of it's it just it, it just feels off. That's the only way you can really describe it. Like it's not like the worst thing, but you just look at it and it just feels a bit like icky, a bit you know, a bit wrong. Yeah, yeah. no, I absolutely agree. I <laughs> <laughs> I also have just noticed, um again, this is gonna be great if you don't edit in pictures. Um but that second image I sent you were talking about, they've not uh, adjusted the control surfaces so they're all doing pitch there which is mm. frustrating i'm assuming they've also not like changed how they work by default by the looks of things and it is just they're all everything at once until you tell them otherwise look at that well, obviously that's how real planes like, work right looking at that picture the ground mm. i don't know what it is about the ground looks off no 
I think I know what it is. That really puts me off this picture. Because the mm. model looks really good in my opinion, and the shade is really well done. The lighting is quite nice. I think it's the f the lack of atmosphere, and like there's no fog in the distance. You just see constantly into the far distance. I think that's what really puts mm. me off that picture. It's like the hangar yeah, looks really nice. Again, the lighting is fantastic. The shade is really well. Done. I disagree. See, see yeah, the UI about, is like, shit. It just looks weird to me. No, I think that looks quite nice in my opinion. The UI is not the best. Again, I think it looks nice, but I think looking nice is a very distinct thing from looking good or like making me enjoy mm. the graphics. I think the problem is is there's no stylization to it. They've just gone for realism. Yeah. That's what we, yeah, we crazy concept. We discussed this. Oh really? Fair. <laughs> um, but no, that second one. There's like interrupt. The lack of no atmosphere is what really puts me off that one. Yeah, it's that like it's what I was saying with phone basically like to very shortly summarize is that like when you have this level of realism but don't make any attempt to stylize it, mm. you get this juxtaposition between the parts or the kerbals themselves and the stuff in the background that just kind of looks weird. Like the rocket in the hangar there looks odd to me. It just feels kind of like you've got these like semi-realistic parts with like weird textures on them but then there's like no branding on them which like looks odd like the boosters just a completely <laughs> solid white which like just it just it's it's a small click that just isn't right like i i've looked at loads of rockets in my life none of them yeah. are like that that's because they all have shit plastered over the sides and they got flags and they got companies and they got manufacturers you know and fuck it by like the time ksp2 comes out i mean it's like a month away but by the time you know it's probably advertised on the side of them you know I like it just it feels odd i might get it just because i'm i'm interested to see what it's like um no, i probably will get it i think i'll be enjoying it more in like a year or so yeah like again going on about that second picture the biggest problem is they've gone realism and the, when you go realism when there's the slightest thing that you miss that you see in real day life it, it completely ruins the image again with the atmosphere um, the fact there's no atmosphere, you just realise, oh, that's a, it's, 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 it's that uncanny valley, you know, and you instantly notice it and it puts you off. Um, but I'm interested, I like how also, it looks. And I know that this, like, hangar image is pre-alpha, so I do not want to comment, comment on this too much, but like, when you comment on the UI, I agree with you, I don't think it looks great, I also don't think it looks, like, awful, it's, mm. it's just kind of like, eh, whatever, it, it'll do. Um, but in terms of, like the stage ordering on stuff on the right like are we seriously like i hope like Phelan will probably know more about this because he's probably kept it more of the gentleman but is ksp2 launching with the same mediocre not good enough control over your stages and launch setup that ksp1 had because that was a big problem with ksp1 and building more advanced cool unique stuff without mods like i, I think if they launch ksp2 with the same exact system that's gonna suck I don't think they will. Looking at the bottom of the UI, it looks like you have like an area where you can change your um change the settings of that um in a bit more detail maybe. Yeah. I have to uh, see. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I imagine it will be mostly the same. Like what was the problem before, sorry? Did it So like it it was just very like manual and limited in that mm. it's like, oh, you want your boosters to to, to fire you put that into the slot and then you know next one will be oh, like take the right. joints and separate them but 
there is more like cool stuff i think you could do with say what if you allow people to have some sort of like smart control over that you have like yeah. a flight computer thing that they could program I'm that is like burn these until they're at this level of solid fuel and then like and then you know giving people that level of control i think would again it's like otherwise you're just it's just ksp1 again like there needs to be a more advanced system yeah um running things more in parallel on conditions stuff like that that like allows people to create more cool and unique objects right like but let's even think about like you've got like um you could integrate similar stuff from like the flight computer in that sense into like your control surfaces right so again like you have like some sort of dual purpose like plane you know like both space and atmosphere or whatever and you can have it like look at like air pressure or whatever and, and like like change the configuration and then the way your inputs are affecting the control surfaces based on what environment it's in if they have that level of control i think people will create really really cool things like they did in ksp1 but if it's the same as ksp1 then like people have done that they did that 10 years ago because mm. it's ksp1 mm. you know like that's what yeah. i mean I think it's cool, and it's a cool project. It's just like, I don't know if it's gonna gonna be there. I'm not. It's yeah. It's one of the I can't remember if they've mentioned. It. I'm sure they have at some point, but I'd very much like to see that as well. Hell yeah! Yeah, the fucking tool assisted Kerbal speed runs in. I'm interested because like when they add civil, oh, I wait. Are they adding like civilizations or whatnot into it? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. Because like the interplanetary side, I wonder how they're gonna incorporate stuff when it comes to like um, building stuff. Like, uh, could you build stuff on other planets and shit like that? Um, I think that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, um, I think that. Like, would you, yeah, would you be able to do automated stuff for like um, resource management and and taking stuff to planets and and stuff like that? Like. I'll be interested to see if they do any side of like management on that on the game. It we'll see in two or three, four years. Um Yeah, no, well, there's there's a game we can look forward to somewhat. Um I think this is if a I remember what we were talking about before we got on this tangent. Um Rockets. Yeah, things that we're looking forward to. Oh yeah, and then I mentioned Rockets. Yep, coming here. So for for the first oh, year. Oh yeah, because you were talking about what we want to see in the mm. upcoming year. I remember yes, now. Yeah, yeah. God. Because <laughs> Well, I'll quickly say this, and then we'll go on to something that me and Alfie were talking about the other day, uh, but not yeah. in, uh, not in detail, So, because we wanted to save it for the podcast. Um, and I know for a fact Faden's going to love this conversation, because he's really involved in this whole scene. Anyway, mm. um, before I say that, uh, uh, this is the first year in a while that I won't be able to say I look forward to the new COD, because there just won't be a new COD this year. Um, oh, so... Thank God. And a new battlefield. There's no new battlefield this year, so that's a shame. Good, they need to fix their current <laughs> one. Like, that's... They're trying. Um, Are they? Not from yeah, what I've not. heard. I don't know. Anyway, uh, an actual thing that I'd like to see this year um, would be AV1 support in streaming. Um, oh. And I mentioned this to Alfie mainly yeah. in the sense that I think it would be a good thing for Twitch to do because then they'll have a leap forward when it comes to supporting it ahead of youtube when it comes to streaming at least um but there will be downsides to them if they did it i feel like if they did it they'll be like oh well partners can only use it and only certain partners can because they pay us x tax um so it would be cool but i doubt it would happen and i doubt it would be for everybody yeah i i think that it would be cool if they release av1 on twitch 
I think you still need to uh, just generally acknowledge the criticisms of AV1 in that, like, no one can play back AV1 currently. There's, like, six people that can, right? Like, it's, like, certain phones and then anyone with, like, AV1 support on their GPU, which is, like, only people on the very latest... Majority of people that are watching Twitch are on mobile, for one. Majority of people that are watching Twitch are on shitty laptops. Um, a lot of people watch Twitch streams rather than playing games because they can't play them. Stuff like that, right? Like it's just—it's really hard to get people to watch everyone in the first place. Uh, but yeah, I, I just don't—I don't think Twitch would spend the money. I just don't think they have, like, e- like I definitely agree that if they did do it, it would be some sort of restricted thing, like it's partners only or only people with transcoding support or, or, whatever. But even then, I think it might like I just—I I don't even know if they'll look at the numbers for their top like 50 partners and if they'll even think it would like be cost effective to do it for just them like i think it literally just wouldn't be particularly like in terms of the raw economics of it i think it would be like probably a quite heavy loss and i'm not sure that the c-suite in twitch are the type of people to see the potential returns in terms of long-term support of the the codec and the benefits it could bring in terms of quality and how that could improve user experience which could lead to more people using the platform which could lead to more subs uh because i frankly don't think they're in touch with the concept of what their platform is to that level and haven't been for years so (laughs) i just don't think it would make sense to predict that they would ever like try to do something like that well i remember when we watched twitchcon and the twitch ceo or whatever he was came on screen and we're like Yep, he definitely is out of touch with everything in life, um, let alone Twitch as a platform. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's... Look, I think everybody should move to AMD, for starters. Fucking tell. Hell yeah. And fucking NVIDIA, after last year. And, um... And uh, make AV1 a standard. That's my, that's, my stand, that's my stand on this topic. Yeah, I want to get into it this year if i can so i think hopefully it will become a bigger thing going forward what amd or av1 both okay i think the the worst thing about until you've pissed me off enough yeah that's fair the worst thing i I, in my opinion about av1 um is the there's, there's there's this problem with with there's this weird modern thing that's happened as like video and media and photo codecs have like developed over the years Mm. um and like this is mostly google that that was influencing this in the open media consortium also known as google's media consortium um (laughs) where av1 is a decent codec for some metrics if if we are actually going to be like genuinely like like let's let's be as fair straight down the line like positive and critical towards it right it does some fairly decent stuff um in terms of compression and file size which lets you you know transmit less data for the same quality which means that platforms could maybe increase the amount of data to the same they're currently using on hevc and you'd get higher quality wow isn't that good right that's cool um like that's nice um but there's also other stuff that's like become a thing, right? How how often recently in, in like over the past couple of years have you gone, you're streaming and you're doing OBS or something, you want to put an image in OBS. And so you Google an image and you open the up in the image in the tab and you go to save the image and put it in OBS. Oh, but it's a WebP. So you can't put it in OBS because WebP images can't 
can't go in OBS. Um, oh, well, well, that sucks. Um, stuff like that is becoming a, a big problem with things, and like the reason like file formats like WebP don't work so well in OBS is that like they're not really photo formats. Like they're they're all jank ass things, and like AVIF is becoming a big thing, right? The AV1 image format. Hmm. And AVIF is just a singular frame of AV1 video. That's how, that's how all of these video codec file formats for photo work. AVIF is just, yeah, it's one frame. Oh, but AVIF can support GIFs, animated photos. Isn't that, yeah, but it's just multiple frames of AV1 video. It's just, an, like, th this is the, like, and it sucks because that's just stupid. And there's a huge push by the Alliance Rover Media to, like, literally like get AVIF to become a web standard. And by that, I mean, Google, who has like, you know, 80% of the browser market share through Chromium, um, is just going, oh, you know, that new JPEG format that's come out, that's like really, really good and like backwards compatible and just super, it's just a ma major improvement. We're not going to support that in Chromium. We're only going to support AVIF and WebP. Oh, no, no, we're fully for open media, guys. We love the internet. We love the web development community. We're a huge fan of open media. But, I mean, we're not going to support that. Clearly superior competing. No, no, no. For no reason. I mean, yeah, we make AV1, but no, 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 no. It's like, and it's just, it's, it's a horrible, like, fucking push that's happening in the tech space where we're ending up with this, like, weird fucked shit where like there is just a better format to use like AVIF is just not a particularly good format I don't want to see AVIF images become the standard on the web but like they probably are going to become the standard and it like it just sucks because like one of the key problems of AV1 and like this is the thing is that for all of the good shit that AV1 does it's a very high overhead codec it is hard to encode and decode that is why, unlike with other codecs in the past, it has dedicated accelerators on modern graphics cards and phones, right? JPEG XL, the alternative I was talking about, is about the same speed as JPEG. Doesn't need dedicated accelerators. And it can achieve comparable compression and quality for images. Like, obviously, it's different for, like, video, although there are, again, better video formats, but... So, like, as much as I am excited about AV1, because it does factually increase the quality of streams for the same amount of data, right? So the, you could be looking at an 8,000 kilobits per second stream on Twitch, and it will look better on AV1, in theory, um, provided the game's going to be benefited by compression and, and numerous other things. But, like, in terms of pure data, it is in theory. There's other stuff that's going on with it, with AVIF especially, that just, like... It's just sad. Because it's just, like... You, you know, it's shit. It's just shit format. But Google's like, no, we want control over not just the web and not just web standards where when these major internet companies and web development companies make web standards that we're meant to follow and we then we just we just change them in Chrome and then everyone else has to just change them because everyone uses Chrome so we can just do what we want. They're just doing that shit. But now with codecs and media formats and file types and that sucks as well because it's just like, fuck off. You cunts. I've read for that about way too long, but I'm a web developer. Sorry. Well, True. that's something to look forward to in the new year. Um, True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know 
if you watched um, CES, I know I managed to catch a couple of panels and a bit of news afterwards. An annoying amount of laptops was like announced. I don't, yes. I don't care. That's literally all I've seen on LTT <laughs> is laptop after laptop after. Hey, look, oh, it's a screen. I've done like three or four videos, I think, now on yeah. just like different companies' laptops. They're, and they're all the all, same. They're all, yeah, just high-end gaming laptops that cost like $2,000 upwards. Just, fuck it. I don't care. But OLED is becoming a lot more prevalent in... I was going to say larger screens referencing the fact we were talking about laptops. But primarily smaller screens, actually. We're getting a lot of, I think it's 27, 32-inch, maybe a few 24-inch OLEDs. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> oh, man, you can really see who watched it all. I don't know. I'm just hoping, because I know Samsung have announced more QD OLED sizes. Mm. So that's with their Quantum Dot layer on. But I think they've only gone up. They've gone up to like 77-inch or something. I want them to go down. I want a 42-inch QD OLED. That's what I'm hoping for this year. Then yeah. again, if it's Samsung, they'll probably put some ridiculous curve on it. That's the, like, we'll see. So, and I, I'm glad Oink isn't here, if he isn't here to hear this because he hates uh, both of us for this now. Um, they do. Uh, they, 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 they genuinely despise us for this. Um, but like, I really want to get a 32 or bigger inch monitor after upgrading into a 27-inch monitor. Um, as an editor, I feel like that's justified. Um, but also, there's a few games I just want to play on it uh, that I would find benefits in. Um, but looking at them, the, the amount, the bigger you get, it seems the more they want to curve it, which is kind of annoying. Um, yeah. It, it, I can understand, but at the same time, I don't <laughs> want that. Um, again, yeah, going from an... Yeah, like there's a place like there's you know there's games I can understand, um, but like coming from an editing point of view, it's like I don't want that because it feel I just don't see a benefit in it when it comes to editing, um, but like they they get expensive quickly. It genuinely surprised me how expensive forty two inch monitors got, especially. Uh, but might as well just buy a fifty inch TV. They're cheaper. Um, <laughs> true <laughs> so yeah no that, that would yeah we'll see that's something to look forward to in the new year new monitor maybe uh you two are upgrading your pcs I mean, new aren't computer, you hopefully, yeah yeah uh you're thinking of what what what's what are you thinking of upgrading to or oh, who you who you're targeting first uh i was going to say the one who isn't muted but they've unmuted now i literally just sat back down in time to hear that question good so. Damn, everyone's going AFK. Right, I'm going to pop off for 20 minutes. I'll <laughs> come back in a bit. Yeah, you did it yeah. earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, me, me, me first, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, delicious. Um, what PC are you upgrading to next? Well, I'm thinking, I'm looking forward to the Ryzen part. See, another thing I'm looking forward to. The new Ryzen CPUs launching next month, hopefully. That's what they've claimed. Um, they're going to have their 3D V-cache. And if they get good enough performance uplift in games, then I'll certainly consider them. Especially, you know, lower power draw, that's always nice. But again, it will literally come down to reviews, as it does with any of these. Mm. Graphics card, I want to go AMD, because I just don't want to go with NVIDIA anymore. But if I kind of want to move up to 4K gaming, so it's it's going to be wrong. tough. Yeah, I know you're going to say that. I'm glad you did. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't say anything about the 3D uh, CPUs, but... Yeah. Phelan has a very specific 
interest in I have something in mind which is in good gaming. He, he wants yes. gaming and he wants gaming performance. 4K and he's willing to sacrifice a worse version of the architecture and a yeah. potentially worse performance and by potentially I mean definitely worse performance in numerous other use cases. But yes, to be absolutely. fair, he probably isn't going to use those use cases. So I don't particularly yeah, push I mean, back I'll on that point. Dabble, yeah, with like different bits, but I'm it definitely is gaming is my main focus. And it's a really awkward position to be in just because the XTX card is great, but it's not quite strong enough yet, but it very well could be. AMD have been very good with their drivers in the past, or it also could not be. They could just mm. like not touch it that much, which is always a risk. I'll let you know. <laughs> Thanks. NVIDIA, though, the pricing, the physical size, the power consumption, the I just, there's a lot to not like about NVIDIA. Jensen mainly. The I, whole... I tend to personally think. <laughs> the whole forty series has been a shambles, unfortunately. Um not only with the forty ninety blowing up in people's faces, um and the silly prices, but them just completely getting rid of the twelve gig forty eighty um and rebranding it as the forty seventy Ti or whatever they called mm -hmm. it. I can't remember. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, what's the Ti? Ti, Ti. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it Jensen that says Ti? No, I hope he's stopped. Honestly. <laughs> I don't think he's. I hope Jensen I is fired. Is what I hope. I, I don't understand. Him. Who let him say Thai? Well, they changed put pronunciation regularly they did between different. Right. Oh. Yeah, and like the they, they joked about that in their CES presentation this they year. Did. <laughs> where, they? Yeah, mm. they were comparing the thirty ninety Ti to the forty ninety forty eighty. Or so, there's something. Well, they were doing whatever comparison. Like that, they, yeah. And one of them they said Ti, and one of them they said Thai as uh -huh. like a deliberate joke. And yeah. it's just like they realize they're not funny. Okay, <laughs> this card sucks though. So <laughs> true. Yeah, but yeah, that um, that new screen I was talking about, I would like a bigger one, thirty-two inches. Just, just not enough for me anymore. I'll take you with thirty-two inch off you. <laughs> All right, I've got two of them. Which one do you want? <laughs> the better one. Uh, you have the, basically you have the option of four K sixty. Or 1440, 144. I'll go for the 44. Yeah. I thought you might. I, I, like, I'm on the presence of I don't see... When it comes to PC gaming with monitors, I don't see the, the benefit of going 4K. Thank Damn. you. I only see it when it comes I, to the I media. Uh, when it I comes to thank you. When it comes to you, are, you are the smartest person on this podcast. I know. I respect <laughs> that, Phelan. Because I, like, genuinely, moving up to a... Okay, look, this is a weird thing, but it, it makes sense if you understand mm. from my perspective. Um, moving from 1080 to 1440p was really beneficial for me. Um, yep. Not only did I go to a 27-inch monitor, but going to a high resolution meant I could fit more on the screen. F uh, okay, how do I describe this? <laughs> Everything was smaller because there was a high resolution in my editing program that I could see right. more, if that mm. made sense. Like, it's weird to describe That's it. That's how resolution works, Yes. Yeah. And so, but I don't see the benefit of going up to 4K for that reason. And I physically can't see the pixels at 1440p. Um, I would be more than surprised. I would, I'd be wide at how close you are to the monitor if you could. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess having a 32 inch, it's definitely given me a lower yeah, yeah. pixels per inch. Um, but like, I, I would say 4K or above is only beneficial when it comes to um, th like a theater room or like so th watching might... films and TV. For, for my, my my small interjection as passionate individual when it comes to 4k <laughs> and gaming 
um, that <laughs> yeah. I want to interject here is that 4K doesn't have like no benefit to gaming on a mm. smaller style standard monitor. It's just that the benefit it provides you is so limited and not significant enough to outweigh the just waste of performance, right? You could get, a, like, in my opinion, if you're looking at fancy, very visually pretty game on a 4K monitor, and because it's a very visually pretty game with very quite high demands on a GPU, right? You're running it on a 4K monitor. The frame rate you're getting at that, I still personally think the loss of frame rate and other things especially for people that aren't on top end gpus the people that are on like second gpus you know second from top end but they might have to turn a couple settings down in terms of the visual fidelity of the graphics mm. to, to get that 4k experience to be smooth you were just better off on 1440p just run at 1440p get the better frames you can crank everything to on the, on the near like top 50 percent of top tier graphic cards at this point you can just crank everything to max and you'll get a perfectly serviceable frame rate that'll be if you're on the very top end of that top 50%, again, you're looking at the top two or three cards, you're, you know, above refresh rate for most monitors in many games, like, by a comfortable margin. That's that's where I think the sweet spot is. Like, I just, I don't think there's much benefit to, like, the resolution aspect in in all but, like, a couple aspects of gaming. It just, it, is... like, it's just it's not a worth trade-off. My main concern, if I was to go absolute top-tier graphics card, my main concern with 4K is just like the 1% and the 0.1 percentage lows. Mm. Other than that, I think yeah. even in like the intensive games, exclude perhaps like Microsoft Flight Sim, I think you get 80. But again, if that's that's if you literally crank everything. So there is room to turn bits down. But for the most part, I would be hitting that 144. But that's it. <laughs> Why would I want to play Microsoft? Sorry, I mean, Why would I want to play Microsoft Flight Sim at 80? <laughs> With everything cranked, okay. Well, that's you know I'm dropping below refresh rate, so I want to push it up. So turn some settings down. I think, mm. and my argument is that the experience will be better playing that game at 1440p and having it cranked than it would be at 4K. I don't think the quality of the more pixels you get from 4K is is better than the quality you get from being able to run very smoothly at very low latency with a high refresh rate of 1440p with the full graphics crank if that makes sense that's my argument in, in, I, in its principle I so would in most games i totally agree to a point it's weird because microsoft flight sim is definitely one of the harder games to argue that for i think um, okay but i do play shooters like let's acknowledge that so that would be you know a, a fairly big part of my time even like war thunder i would consider as being a lot more active of a game with like reaction times mattering than flight sim perhaps mm. so but especially if i do well i do want a bigger monitor and i'm at the point where pixels print is fine and i wouldn't want to drop it though so like going up yeah. to a bigger monitor i'd need to go 4k to keep that otherwise it would look blurry and or just low resolution coming from a person that's between you both, mm. I would say a game like um, Flight Sim, I would rather play on a big monitor at 4K mm -hmm. because it's a game that's slow and it's you're, you're taking in the details. However, mm. if I'm playing something like Call of Duty, I would rather then go down to 1440p and higher settings right, because... Yeah. I don't. Like, I'm not. I'm not there to enjoy the graphics. Maybe if I'm playing the campaign, but apart from that, I'm literally just there to play and have fun. If I can play at max settings at 1440p, I will. I'm not going to go up to 4K 
and and take some of those uh, lose performance um, or even take some graphic uh, settings down um, because I wouldn't see the benefit of running it at 4K. Um, but again, I don't. I I'm not coming from a person who's used a 32 inch or even bigger monitor at 1440p, so I wouldn't understand um, what that would look like and and would the benefit going to 4K actually make that much of a difference visually looking at it. Um, a, a question I have for you then, Phelan, and I'm, I'm curious what you would say on this, is would you rather go for a 32 inch 4K monitor? Mm-hmm. Or thirty-two inch fourteen forty p monitor, but it's like, I, and I I haven't done any research on this, so I wouldn't know. But it's like the it's the best technology that that monitor can provide. So like QLED or, or whatever, like the best you know the the best possible um, screen um, or panel. Sorry, it could be. Um, let's say they cost the same. God damn. Um, I'm at the point where. I honestly wouldn't buy either of those is the problem. Like, that's exactly where I'm at with my setup. Like, my CPU sucks. Right? Does it? It's just, well, d yeah. <laughs> because of a mixture of both Intel and Windows, I'm just sick of it. It's almost, I say almost always, it's at 100% usage too often, you know. You also have an issue it's, with your... I mean, like, many to summarise it... We we have the same CPU. I am currently yes. in a Discord call. I have Firefox running. I have all of the background stuff that I need running for like my keyboard RGB software, my GoXLR, yes. my Stream Deck. I have OBS running and VideoTuber for the shit going on. And my CPU is at about eighty percent occasionally, and like eighty to ninety. It's like how, yeah. you know, I'm doing nothing, and that sucks. It sucks. It's just CPU. Fuck it. Absolutely. And I'm also like in a similar place with, I think it's more apt to compare my storage, where I'm still using hard drives, admittedly at 7200 RPM. So, like, pretty much the fast hard drives, like, minus the ridiculous 15,000 ones that last for, like, two years, but you can get, and are only a terabyte in size. So that is starting to hold me back, and I've noticed that, especially when RAID decides to break and then it has to resync the entire drive which takes god knows how many hours every single time and it is that's what's like ruining my performance you have noticed that charles where i say oh my drive's at 100 percent." so usage. is that what it is is it raid it's yeah okay it, well kind of as far as i'm aware it's raid breaking or well it's windows raid break yeah. let's be fair this is using windows um disk management software which is I wasn't aware you used them in RAID. I know you'd mentioned it a couple of times, yeah. but um, I wasn't uh, like aware that was like an active thing. The only idea being that because I am running so much storage, especially on a mechanical drive which is many years old, if um, I forgot what I was going to say, now. I need to basically I need to change the system right now. Um, you I'm need a using new a terrible drive. version of RAID. Yeah, so it's. Sort of as a backup, so that if one goes, I can quickly move everything over mm -hmm. without having to quickly buy a whole new drive and wait for that to arrive. And SSDs have come up at a decent price, but a lot of them have been SATA, which just I, I'm aiming for the top tier, which is the problem now with this entire upgrade I want to do. And if I even like the M2 drives that have been cheap, the NVMe M2 ones or PCIe, sorry. I just don't have the slots for that, so I need to do a complete rebuild 
starting from the ground up, which is exactly the same position as those monitors. It's like asking me, would I rather have like this PCIe drive with, I don't know, like QLC memory? Like it's got something not wrong with it, but not ideal, or a SATA drive with everything right with it. I was like, well, neither, unfortunately. I'm at a point where I've got to wait and hope that someone wants to buy this computer. <laughs> but I've got a few months anyway to worry about that and save up money. Yeah. So hopefully fair. by the end of this year, something nice and new. Oh, I'm just glad that everything's like, I remember back in, like this is going back two years ago, I I, I was the one with the worst PC consistently. Um, mm. And now I'd argue... Now Caden's got the best. I would, now I would argue mine's better than Caden's now. I know, so what, what CPU are you again? I'm using a Ryzen 9 5900X. That's, yeah, pretty good for your use case and your GPU. I know you keep changing me. You change them like you change your style. That's yeah, why I know. I... Uh, it's the <laughs> RX 7900 XT. It's the XT. Okay, yeah, you're yeah probably are better than Caden at this point. What's Caden running again? My voice. Um, Caden's running a. I want to say it's a 3070. <laughs> yeah, no, mine, my, 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 I'll double check that. Mine's definitely better than his then. And a uh, 5800 3D variant. Oh, why, why would you give them a 3D variant? <laughs> Game cares about gaming, thank God. The only games Kato plays are card games. Yeah, and idle games don't. I, I, know. I love I'm... that 5800 X, X 3D chip that like I checked the other day and was £100 more than the non-3D version. Such good oh, value. God, yeah, like... I mean, I'm, I'm joking, like, that was just an anomaly, but... Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I'm even. Yeah, I'm. Thankfully, I, I'm decent at finding. I also price. want to defend myself a little bit. You, you, you referenced my also famous hater of 3D Vcash uh, persona earlier, um, <laughs> around Phelan. I did I. I do want. To, or like it was hinted at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do it want was definitely to, there. To to sort of like just just clarify that like. Obviously, things are very situational, and it depends on people's use case and stuff. But another benefit, I think, of the seven thousand series with three D V cache is that they are just a better chips. I like the fifty eight hundred X three D is was a cool chip, for it being a a big new and a new technology and a new exciting thing that clearly demonstrated benefit. But, like, I think there was a lot just worse with it just as a cpu in general i just don't think the 5800 was as good as some of the 7000 chips are for certain circumstances like on a 5800 x3d your multi-threaded performance in non-gaming right was like obviously you know not as good as it would be on the non-3d chip but also just like not as good as cpus can do now whereas like yeah, I think you'd be sacrificing a lot of performance in terms of your multi-threaded capability on a 7800X3D or 7950X3D or whatever. Um, but at the same time, I think that there's still like so much faster anyway. Um, and they've got decent performance and like the efficiency because they've run at the lower TDP, quote-unquote TDP. That like mm, yes. you've you've got some pretty good chips on your hands in terms of your power efficiency and in terms of your like performance. Regardless, even though for like my sort of use case that I'd be going for, it would suck. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. Um. And what about you then, uh, Alfie? By the way, uh, upgrades. What? Because like, we're both saying we were saying that both of you are going to go for upgrades. Um. Hopefully this year. Mm. Uh. What, what would yours be? <laughs> in the way that. We've just had a whole discussion. We've heard we've heard the point of view of 
I really want to go to the top end, but top end isn't what I need, so I have to wait a little bit from mm. the other side. My side is that, like, I'm going to, like, more than the top end, <laughs> I think, in, in, the, in some ways. What? I, I have a very specific desire for a use case. Um, mm. I want to do an Unraid build, so I want to run oh, a piece yeah, of software yeah. called Unraid, and it allow, will allow me to do many, many things, but the, the key main thing is that it will allow me to run simultaneously a series of virtual machines. So I can run Windows, and I can run a couple of Linux distros, and I can put some stuff in the background, some servers, and stuff like Pi-hole I can stick on there, stuff like that, right? Um, and I can run all these things off the CPU, and there there is a performance hit to running Windows in a virtual machine, but it's like fairly small that I'm not like bothered by it. I mean, like, like it is like very, very minimal. Um, and to do that, I need a lot of multi-core performance. I'm not looking for the best single-threaded or the best burst performance. I'm looking for a lot of cores because I need to spread, you know, if you're looking at your Windows PC right now and it's got 12 cores and it performs well, if I'm running in this, immediately two of those cores have got to go to Emraid. So now I'm on a 10 core, right? And then if I've got two other operating systems, oh, now I'm on a four core, right? Like that's the problem I'm looking at. Um, and so I've got, to, I've got to get something with a high enough core count to facilitate for that, but still good enough performance, still something that's at the top end of the market so it can still push fairly high clocks um, for the use of, because I do still do gaming, and gaming obviously is benefited quite heavily by clocks. Like, depending on what more you're kind of using, it's not as relevant. But so, so I'm kind of limited. So I look at top-end Intel, and everything there's got these E and P cores, which I like to refer to as, these are fine, remove these from your CPU architecture cores. Um, and like if i use that well i've got a problem because I, my, i'm buying a 16 core cpu but it's actually an 8 core cpu and intel have just lied to me about the cpu that i bought basically <laughs> and sure if i'm using a normal traditional use case those e-cores or well, they can burst they can get those tasks out of the way they can get my word processing going nice and nippy which is great and the architecture is fine for that but it's shit for what i want right well, okay, let's look at Intel server offer. Okay, that's 16 grand. No. So, you know, we go to AMD. And again, we could look at their server offerings again. Oh, that's that's 32 grand. No, I can't afford that. Well, they've got Fredripper. Oh, they just, just had a new version of Fredripper come consumer. It's been out for a long, a long while before that. No, okay. Oh, but that's like three to 3.6 grand for some of those chips. And they do perform very, very well, but I ain't spending three and a half grand on a fucking CPU. I mean, Christ. So I basically am left with one singular CPU option, and that is the 7950X. Not the 3D mm. version, because I need to get every ounce of performance out of it. I don't want a CCD yeah. that's limited in clock or, or anything like that. Like, no, no interest. I want just every ounce of performance. I don't care about the benefit from the cache. But it is problematic, because it's just fucking expensive. Mm. Um, it's an expensive CPU, it's an expensive platform. I have, need to get new RAM for DDR5. I need to get new storage if I upgrade. I need to do all of that stuff. A new case, new. So, like, what was me being like? I'm gonna buy this $700 CPU, and then the CPU came down in price to more like $570, and it's gone up again a bit recently with the stuff. But it's like that was good value, and now I'm like, well, yeah, and I've got to buy a motherboard. Well, for the Unraid again, like, I need to be able to have separate network ports for both of those, you know, different things for operating systems, different. Well, I don't need, but I would like to be able to have. Oh well, that means I need to get a motherboard with multiple expansion slots so i can put a network up well maybe i could have an onboard you know lan maybe there's two onboard LAN. 
Okay, so I found a Marvel 2 on board land. It cost £900. Shit. <laughs> mm, okay, well, I'm going to need a fair amount of RAM, though, because some of that RAM's got to go to Umraid, and some of that RAM's got to go to Windows, and some of that RAM's got to go to the other... Well, so now I'm looking at 64 or more gigs of RAM and oh, DDR5 and all. Oh, well, I, you know, it is a Ryzen chip, so it's going to benefit from having some some good syncing with the, the Infinity fabric. So, well, I'm looking at a 6400 kit now. It's so it's just looking like it's just going to be. I, I'm buying a yeah. brand new PC from scratch, basically. It's not an upgrade. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, it sucks, and it's going to be thousands of pounds. And it's I, yeah, 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 help me. We're going to have a fun few months. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That's that's fair. It's it's an expensive hobby build, building PCs. Um. It is. It's a fun one, but it's expensive. Um. And you know, you who knows? You might have your PC next year. Fabian might have his PC next year. I might even upgrade again next year. Uh, with a you new GPU. Will. Um. Or if I was to, I would go to the seven thousand series. Uh. Chipset. Um, CPU chipset just to because I'm curious what the actual benefit to their um, shared encoding is because I, I haven't actually seen any testing on that yet. Um, at least I don't think it's released yet. Uh, oh, that, that might be why then. Um, so I'd be curious to see that, but like that again, it's a very expensive. Like, if I was to do that, I would go for the same chip as you, the uh, Ryzen 7, that's like Ryzen 9 uh, 7900X. Um, and then I would need to get more RAM or more, yeah. I don't want to get rid of the RAM I got though, because you guys bought it for me, and it's cool RAM. Um, oh, you get rid of it. It's your, it's your bloody RAM. <laughs> Do you want any RAM for anybody, chance? Um, I mean, yeah, actually, I can go. Thirty-two oh, hundred. Point. I'm potentially building a cheap PC soon. Oh god, damn it! You're not so taking I've... that RAM as well. Uh, <laughs> I won't even have like by the time I won't have that you money have by that time. Um, oh, that CPU's over there. Uh, seven um oh, yeah yeah no like if i could i would but like i would need a new motherboard same as you new i wouldn't need any mm. silly expensive motherboard as long as it's got enough usbs on it i don't care um and then more oh. ram and then the cpu itself so i'm looking at like a thousand pound just for the fucking whole thing again again like to upgrade look if my self-employment goes i'll do it um but we'll have to wait and see won't we we might we might have them and talking about next year where do you think we'll be? Where do you think you'll be? And uh, and yeah, where do you think this podcast might be in in exactly a year's time? Oh. Well, I think we'll have uploaded two more episodes. Yeah, I was going to say means... this podcast will be on a three month break in two years' time. <laughs> <laughs> two years' time. Yeah, shit. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just really I'm future proofing. Future, future yeah. proofing, you know. Fair. Fair. I think I think we might make at least two episodes. Yeah, uh, this year, I think we'll uh, one and a half. We'll I, I I was thinking actually when I was eating my dinner, I can't wait for the day where we're recording podcasts in real life, and I just order a takeaway on the podcast and eat it midway yeah. through. I know for a fact I'm gonna do that. As long as you order some for me, fine. But... I can't wait, and this is actually I can't say that because oh, that's and you depressing. Don't as fuck. I'd... If I get to a pit situation where that happens, I'm gonna be worried. Well, I'm just, as long as it doesn't say, like, Jackie's Pizza on it or something, like, brilliant. we're fine. If I can't wait for the day where I could just buy a takeaway and not worry about money. Um, but, no, that's okay, fair. Uh, do you do you have any idea where you might be in exactly a year? So, if we were to look back on this, mm. what, what do you want to tell your future self? 
You better have got that new job, you stupid prick. Was that to Ralphie? Yeah. And to me. You better have got that job, you stupid it, it prick, to, to you. Yeah. You should have got that job, you stupid prick. There you go. That's that's to Hell all yeah. of our future self. Uh, we'll review yeah. this in a year's time and see I where mean, that goes. I mean, if we just start a company, right, like we can technically achieve that. Yeah? Are we talking so, about, uh, does it have to be a successful company? Oh, no, no, no. We just have to, like, be employed elsewhere is what I'm Okay, okay. I'll make the Clip It brand official. Um, oh, yeah. And employ you for a minimum wage of two pence an hour. Um, yeah, okay. No, fair. Genuinely, nothing else you want to say about next year? Or what, what you think? I just, it's very hard to predict. Nah. Um, job interview? Yeah. I don't, I don't really know, like... <laughs> You know, like some of the stuff at the goals, they said, like, I'd like to have achieved some of the goals they said at the start, but that's obviously like fairly obvious. No. Nah. Um, their goals. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd like more financial independence and freedom, but like, again, mm. that's just very generic. Like, uh, there's nothing I, I don't really know. That. It's hard to hard to say, sort of specifically, really. Well, that's fair. Look, we'll look back on it and be like, wow, those pricks, they were way I did wrong. not realize that I'd be the bloody president of, yeah. of JP Morgan. True. <laughs> okay, uh, didn't expect that company to come up. Um, just yeah, the most random, yeah, just not expecting it. Fair, no, uh, okay, I, yeah, I can't wait to see you in a year's time, Charlie, uh, with that new self employment money of nothing. Hell yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna edit this podcast slightly differently as well, uh, no, to yeah. try and hit the YouTube algorithm a little bit better. No, we'll see how nice. it goes. Um, Look, How much have I sworn? Not much, but I have actually just been told today that I should edit all the swearing out of the client's videos. No. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, I don't blame them. I, yeah. It sucks, but I don't blame them. So, I, the yeah. thing is, I Too spoke to about this. Uh, uh, I, I, I can't say that because I subtitled these. I genuinely was like, I wish I didn't start subtitling because it's, it's not needed. Um... <laughs> I spoke to them literally months ago, like, hey, do you want me to edit out the swear words? And they didn't really give me an answer to that. Because I thought, oh, bleeping hmm. out, it's better to be safe than sorry. YouTube is kind of going to that point where yeah. God knows what they're monetizing you for these days. Um, but I've been told to, like, just bleep it all out. And there's no swearing in the first 15 seconds at all. Um, so there you go. Any future editors, just no swearing in the first 15 seconds. You'll be fine. Uh that's ideal. Um, right, is there any last things you wanted to talk about? No, I'm good. Okay. Hotspur versus Arsenal. Uh, that was a good game. Arsenal going to win the league. Um, I'm going to look back on this and go like, wow, why did I say that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know the fuck all. I just know what's happening. I think it happened, yeah. I think it happened about an hour ago. Uh, half an hour ago, sorry. Um... Yeah, Arsenal win the league easily. Uh, Man United second, City third. There is one thing I will Chelsea mention. Chelsea fourth, fuck it, why not? Um, so there was something I wanted to talk to you both about before we started recording, but I forgot because of the delay between like when we kind of maybe were, but then like so I just it was out of my memory. I wrote it down so I'd remember to talk about it. Oh, that's I'm important, not going to talk then. about it on this podcast. Yeah. Because I don't want to give the idea away. I don't want to reveal secrets. It's a trade secret. It's an important new Clip It series that may potentially be coming. Right, what I will say is that I'm super excited about it, and it's the Ooh. first idea I've had where I've 
I, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time, but it's the first n- tangible variant of a full. You okay. know when you want to do something, but you don't have like an actual way of doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as an idea? I've now got the actual way of doing it. And I'm super excited. Nice. So I want to discuss that with you later. Oh, decent. Like, like five minutes. Um, so, also, I have something forward. to say. Uh, both of you need to download World of Warships. Um, and I'll explain that after the podcast. Um, what if I already have? Do I need to uninstall and reinstall? Yes. Or what's the... Okay, I mean, I, I, can, I, can, I can have a good idea why you might be talking about that. Um, anyway, yes. This is being the Clip It podcast episode number. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> you know, it's award-winning World of Warships. Yes. Wow. It's a multiplayer game. It's crazy. Really? Mm. I might have to interject something here just in case. Um, mm. Anyway, yeah, this has been an absolute awesome. It's good to be back. Um, I'm going to try yeah, at least once a month. Um, we'll, we'll try and stick to our schedule of every two weeks, but every every fortnight. Um, but at least once a month is my aim. I'm going to try and fix my setup so it doesn't have this weird audio static sounds that I can hear in my microphone. That's annoying. God knows if you guys can pick it up. I doubt it. Not you two. I mean the... What did you put? Um, But the uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, no, this has been a fantastic episode. As always, have a good evening, good day, good night, good morning. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. That was just rude.